Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. Crush 92.5. Really excited to meet Sheila Kearns. Sheila Kearns Chocolate is in the house. San Luis Obispo's only, let me see if I can say this, Sheila, Chocolatare. Ooh, very nice. Is that good? It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> so nice good. to have you in here. How are you? Thanks for being up and Adam. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Wow. I mean, first of all, I have so many questions because I just simply love chocolate. Ooh. I mean, like, I don't have a sweet tooth as far as like candy. And I was a kid. I didn't get into the sour like everyone else does. It was just like pump chocolate into my veins. Let's do this. Oh, I think we're going to be BFFs. Yeah. Now, before we get into <laughs> high-end chocolate, because you're doing like, when you go to France and you go to, I was telling you a story when Lady I Fancy and I were in Lyon riding bikes around, went to this like chocolatey, chocolatey, and, you know, the, sipping chocolate, right? Like this is, to me, like re- this is real chocolate. Like they do everything. Like, it's real butter over there. It's like real. Everything is over there. Um, so let's talk about like layman's chocolate first. The chocolate that we, like our gateway chocolates that we got into. For me, Kit Kats, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, um, Twixes. What were your like gateway chocolates when you were coming up? Oh, like a little different. Really? <laughs> and, yeah. So I came from a, a family of French heritage and I was. You almost felt bad for me as I was saying yeah, that. Yeah, I was spoiled really, <laughs> really early and I made sure I did the same to my children. Yeah. So that, um, and we were sent lots of chocolate also from other family that still remained in France, but our family that my two great aunts that moved here, you know, they always made sure that we were fed. So you come from a long line of French chocolateers. Four generations. So um, Lyon, Paris, um, the Alsace-Lorraine area, and then also the French Alps. So chocolate is, um, is from, for a lot of European cultures, chocolate is really, it's a way of life. You have a little bit of really good chocolate every day. Yeah. It's like wine. Oh, and we have that too. And we'll talk about those pairings <laughs> and stuff too. But what was it like growing up in a family that is so passionate about chocolate and confections? Did you always know that you wanted to kind of continue the family legacy per se? No, I didn't want to continue it. I, I actually, I loved learning it. I loved eating it. I loved being there. But what I did see was my two great aunts working 100 hours a week. And especially as a 19-year-old deciding you know, what I wanted to go into, I, I went into marketing and business. But you know, I always say it's funny what you come back to. And I always had really close friends who would beg me to make chocolate. Really? Because, yeah, because they could, they could get what they were used to in Europe from me, you know, I would import even for personal use, really good um, chocolate that had you know, all the specific. Um, it, it, what makes really good chocolate? Like when we talk about that, what are we talking about? What's not in it? What is in it? Well, so the, there's a lot of wonderful chocolate. Uh, my chocolate is specifically organic, ethically sourced, fair trade, and soy lethysm free. I use Augustoni chocolate, um, which is an Italian chocolate. And my two French aunts would just die, but that's what the best that's available to me here. Um, but I'm looking for something that has a fruity, floral undertone. But there's a ton of wonderful chocolate here that a lot of uh, bean to bar. People are popping up, um, and that's some fantastic chocolate, but it's not going to be perfect for making confections um, because that bitter taste isn't always going to lend itself to the type of chocolates I do. Um, but I think we're still learning here in the U.S. what really good chocolate is because it's, it's not a Mars bar. It's not, a, right. it's not M&M's. It's not once you get used to 
chocolate like I make, you taste that and try to go back. And there's very little, um, there's very little actual chocolate in it. There's some cocoa powder and some That's so bunch of sugar. It's almost and, like getting used to good wine. Yes. You know, drinking crap wine just like screams loudly to you when you're like, oh, I really wish I just had a bottle of, you know, fill in the blank. That's so true. And by the way, your stuff is just visually stunning. It's so beautiful. I mean, there's obviously an artistic, the whole other side to what you're doing visually that's not even just making and sourcing and creating the food aspect of it. And you got partnerships with some amazing brands, Williams-Sonoma, Austin Hope, Mastro's. How did all these folks kind of get word of you and how did these partnerships come about? You know, um, for Mastro's, I can definitely thank Austin Hope for that. Um, I have a really dear friend, a CJ, who works at uh, Austin Hope. CJ's great. Yes, I love CJ. He's wonderful. And he has just been an amazing uh, advocate. He is such a you know, connoisseur of food and wine and really appreciated our brand and has make he actually made the introduction to William Sonoma too. No way. That's oh so yeah. Cool. CJ is I, I take him out to an, a really amazing dinner. I try to every quarter and I owe him one right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it. So yeah. So cool. Uh, we got Sheila Kearns here. We're going to come back, continue the conversation about chocolate. I got a lot of questions just about, you know, uh, your history. Obviously, San Luis Obispo, lucky to have the only chocolatare in the area. Kind of curious what inspired you to open a store here. Talk about, you know, we're in wine country. I think that begs a whole bunch of questions, too. Sheila Kearns from Sheila Kearns Chocolate is here. San Luis Obispo's only chocolatare. I am still saying that correct, yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sure being a chocolatier requires a lot of training, culinary skill. We talked about just the visually stunning. It's like art. Obviously, you were trained within the family, so it's almost like that, like that Italian chef. You got all the the recipes from my grandma and great grandma, but you also took a formal education track too. Absolutely. So um, I went to a special culinary school for chocolate. I've also studied chocolate and done externships um, all around the world. Um, I'll be heading. In September, again, to Le Cordon Bleu, where I get a discount because of French heritage. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, I'm really excited about that because the, uh, the, the, the class is going to be focusing on showpieces. So um, I've done some of that, but not a lot. But this is building these amazing sculptures and art pieces completely out of chocolate and some other sugar work. So I'm excited about that. Of course and, you should and, be. That's rad. And any excuse I have to, to go to Paris... I'm there. I love Paris. Yes, love <laughs> it's it. wonderful. It's just incredible. Uh, San Luis Obispo is lucky to have the only uh, local chocolatier in the area. What inspired you to open your store in Slow? Well, I've been here uh, for about thirty years now, and you know I've had other businesses, very successful businesses, but with really good friends who just re- kept encouraging me that I made the chocolate that they enjoyed the most, and that they really felt like this would be a business that our area would embrace and appreciate. And I have not been disappointed with it. Yeah. You've really partnered up with even like local hotels. Like how do, how do those collabs work? Like you'll have little things, they'll put them on pillows and stuff or what? Exactly. Yes. So it's the guest chocolate and then also in, in their gift stores and yeah. And just made so many wonderful friends, um, you know, through chocolate. It's amazing how many friends you have when you make really good chocolate. You know, when you can look at wine and, and I've asked like winemakers is how much of this is craft and how much of this is art, 
you know, and it's so interesting with what you're doing. What would you say, like, with what you're doing? I mean, these things are just aesthetically gorgeous. You know, you almost feel bad. Like this Easter egg thing, like the colors and the way they swirl and connect. I mean, it feels like I'm looking at a canvas. What, um, how do you kind of attack how we're going to kind of make something look and the, maybe what slice of the pie is, is art and what slices like craft and formulas and fundamentals? I would say somewhere around half and half. Yeah. Um, creating and working with chocolate is very technical. And, you know, some of the interns that I bring on and I've worked with the Cal Poly uh, Food Science Program, um, bringing on folks that want to learn chocolate, they are really blown away about how much goes into it and how much science it is. Um, then you've got the art part where you're really we pride ourselves in being really innovative i look at what other people are doing out there and i just i think so much is just the regular chocolate counter that you see oh there's one that's a a, a chocolate center there's a mint there's a i just I, i'll go through bon appetit and food and wine and just look at other chefs that are doing other amazing things and get inspiration and like just, flavor profiles. Yeah, and- just come up with things that other people are not doing. And that is what gets me excited. That's what gets me up in the morning. And once we start having other chocolatiers emulate and copy us, which is natural to do, yeah. um, I'm on to something else and trying to just come up with something else because that's exciting to me. How does it shape what kind of chocolatier you are that you're in wine country? That you're in like produce country. I mean, you're in, near the best farmers market in the country. Like, does that? Do you think seasonally like that? Do you need to with chocolate, or how do you shape? How does it shape you living in wine country too? Yeah, it creates a lot of great partnerships. So, Good. So we've we've worked a lot with Tally Farms, and when I need something, I have some really close friends there that um, I can order from strawberries, blood oranges, um, different herbs. There's so much that we can get from them. Yeah. Uh, so Tally's been amazing. We also use. Uh, uh, flowers a lot edible flowers organic and um jane goodwich uh we get in a lot of um a lot of people in the area of restaurants get their flowers from her uh so we locally will work with jane um and then the wine you know back in the day for a while a lot of big wine companies said that chocolate and wine actually didn't go well together some of the one percent will do that yes absolutely but i know it, I, I think it tastes good so i'm Gotta keep doing it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and it, but you know, we, with Rachel, um, who, Rachel Ponce. Yeah, um, oh, I love her. Yeah, She's Rachel's fantastic. amazing. Yeah. You know, she was so uh, just advantageous to me understanding the wine because she's a wine educator and she, and a chef. And, you know, because of her, the reason that I was able to actually pair that Mastro's chocolate so well was because of Rachel. That's so cool. So she I love just these gets stories it. that you have like, oh, because of CJ, because of Rachel. Like you're taking advantage of all like that same camaraderie and love that like we see in the Paso wine community is so well. Yeah. Like, the local wine community. I mean, these people are just so open arms, open minds, open books and 
That's really neat. There's so much talent in our area. Yeah. And um, obviously, recently, Wine Enthusiast Magazine noticed that when they uh, chose Austin Hope as this year's. Yeah. yeah. American um, Winery of the yes. Year. You talk about talent. I'm sitting right in front of some. We are going to talk more with Sheila Kearns. She is from Sheila Kearns Chocolate. We'll continue with her. She is up and at him in the morning. You're home for up and at him in the morning. You're listening to The Crush, 92.5. Adam Montiel in studio. Sheila Kearns. Sheila Kearns Chocolate. San Luis Obispo's only Chocolatere. She is doing it all right here. These flavor profiles, the the sheer like visual beauty of these things are incredible. Uh, we'll talk in a second about what specials you have for Easter. Because you, you go old school. We got chocolate bunnies mm-hmm. in here, and they're so cool. Um, let's say someone's thinking of getting... You know, pursuing a career in chocolate, confections. What do, you, what do you say to them? What are some things to avoid, some things to keep in mind when doing it like in this in this day and age? Well, most uh, chocolatiers start in chocolate through a pastry school program. And I would definitely encourage uh, individuals that are thinking about it to know that most of those programs only have maybe two, three weeks of chocolate at the most which is not much. So um, from there, if they're really interested in, in chocolate, I would also follow up with contacting a, um, a chocolatier like, like we are um, and, and trying to intern and work there because that hands-on, totally. knowing how to, you know, the tempering process, what everything really should look like, just the perfection that if you're really serious about it, it's a very meticulous uh, we are perfectionists. Uh, everything has to be so perfect. Down you mess to the one way. up t- time to time, or what? Oh yeah, those are called whoops daisies. <laughs> and uh, and what how what I do with our whoops daisies is I normally will bring those in a bag with a big bow to our hotels when we're delivering. Oh, there you go. And yeah, so they they may not look absolutely perfect because we're teaching someone new. Yeah, uh, but they still taste. Absolutely perfect. I will gladly take any of your whoopsie daisies. daisies, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Were there any kind of like flavor profiles that just ended up leaving on the cutting room floor like, oh, this is cringe. I can't do this. It didn't work at all. There's none like that, but there have been some that I think are amazing that didn't take off oh, because no. people are just a little not adventurous enough. Yeah. Uh, like we did a hibiscus uh, ganache. Um, hibiscus flowers are just like, I love the hibiscus tea oh, yeah. from Panera. Sure. <laughs> I remember the first time that I had it, I was like, is there sugar in this? I'm like, no, there's no sugar. It's just so sweet and floral and beautiful. And what we would do is take the hibiscus flowers and steep them in whole cream and then leave them in the refrigerator overnight. And the color and the taste was so amazing. But we just... Didn't get a lot of takers on it. So, you know, even though, and it's perception and people are so personal about their chocolates. Like you would not believe how much some people will tell you, why would you ever put fruit in chocolate? Why would you do it? That's horrible. It's like, should be against the law. Why would you put a mint chocolate in my box? Uh, so we've just learned, and I teach my staff that when someone asks you, what is your best chocolate, that we find out what 
they like in yeah. chocolate so that we can actually help them. The only problem with like the super minty thing in a box of chocolates, it's like a, a grapefruit in a fruit salad. Yeah. It just takes the whole thing and makes it taste like that. It does. It yeah. Can. It permeates. It permeates. That's so true. We have a uh, Sheila Kearns here. So many people consider chocolate to be a guilty pleasure. What are your thoughts on this? It's almost like, you know, attributing bubbly or sparkling wine champagne to just an anniversary or an, uh, New Year's Eve, right? But I mean, you grew up where we would appreciate a little bit of chocolate maybe every day. I mean, that's the kind of culture, French, you know, that, that you were all a part of and your family was. So how do you kind of bridge that? And, you know, also you're kind of being mindful of people's health and dietary needs, but also like, look, we're making this chocolate where you can, you know, enjoy a little nibble of this dark chocolate. could be good for you. Well, some of my very earliest um, memories and the clearest are myself getting in trouble really? for stealing chocolate <laughs> out of, you know, the special drawer that was, you know, that my parents and like you were taking I, the good chocolate. Oh, I would sneak it. Yeah. I would sneak that stuff. So funny. And it just over time they would go back and look at the drawer and it was me. <laughs> We're going to continue with Sheila Kearns. She is from Sheila Kearns Chocolate. We'll talk next about some of the specials that got going on for Easter and more. I just love chocolate so much. I love peppering you with all these questions. Are you having fun so far? Absolutely. Good. We'll continue with Sheila Kearns. She's up and at them in the morning. St. Louis Obispo's only chocolatier. Very good. God, I almost messed it up. I was no, doing you so got good. It. You got it. Sheila. What I love about your chocolates, they're like, like I said before, they're like works of art. Have you ever considered like branching out and doing like sculpting or, or a painting or anything like that? I wish I could. I have a daughter who is a really great artist really? and has um, been in, have gallery shows all over, but um, I don't have that, the knack for that. I think it's amazing, but I, I, I do seem to be able to do some pretty chocolates. Yeah. I mean, they're almost like you, you feel bad eating them. They're like little works of art. You don't like want to smudge them. It's so good. Um, your chocolate and confections really are perfect for gift giving. We got Easter right around the corner. What kind of options do you offer for people who are looking to give the gift of chocolate to a loved one for a holiday, things like that? So our chocolates are definitely going to be for that person in your life who has a discriminating palate, has high expectations, and also for for children who you really want to teach what special chocolate is it's not something you're going to get for them every day but for for holidays and for special occasions it's nice to to teach them about really really special chocolate and this is definitely going to be chocolate that it's very commonplace in europe but here not so much and we are doing our part of exposing and introducing it into into the market. Yeah, you got some fun stuff for Easter. You're even doing the old Easter bunnies. You know, everyone loves a good chocolate bunny, and that's exactly what Williams-Sonoma said when they saw our the, the large bunny. We call that Big Daddy Bunny. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and uh, so we've got um, all of our classic, which is our large, which is Big Daddy Bunny, and he comes in milk chocolate and dark chocolate. Then we have a smaller one that you have over there, and that's Handsome Bunny. And Handsome Bunny, we actually have going on um, a virtual bunny hunt. We had the first one last week, and the bunny was actually, so we went out and took pictures and just put those hints on our Instagram. And the first one was at Salsalito, and we gave away bunnies to the top five um, correct 
guessers. No way. Um, today, we have one that is that's on our Instagram. So if you go to our Instagram and go to our stories. Sheila Crunch Chocolate? Sheila Crunch Chocolate, yeah. You, I, I'm not going to give you any hints okay. because we try to make it hard. But it's going to be... The handsome bunny that is hiding somewhere. No way. Yeah. So handsome bunny. So five winners will be able to come down and pick up handsome bunny, which this beautiful Augustoni chocolate. So get on there. And you're located uh, downtown, right? We are um, downtown. And then we'll have us on Thursday of this week. We'll also have another bunny hunt. And that's going to be for our shy bunny. So there's multiple opportunities this week to participate in the virtual bunny hunt and win a bunny have you ever tried to wrangle you in farmer's market you would kill it there you know um we we have just been so busy and so understaffed that it's not something that we've been able to take advantage of but we would in the future if we can make it happen we would love to oh yeah well they sure they would love to have you i can imagine this would just absolutely slay there. You know, as someone who does radio, I'm always interested in finding out what like music people are listening to when they're working. What type of music do you like to listen to while you're creating your chocolate creations? Well, we have um, French music. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so That's French, pretty appropriate. On, uh, yeah, we, we listen to a lot of French music. Oh. And, uh, yes, oh, oh. Uh, we've got that. Um, and then I, you know, personally also like... Um, Buccelli and just, you know, uh-huh. I, I like everything. Yeah. So you got good taste. We have Sheila Kearns here in studio. She is from SheilaKearnsChocolate.com. They're downtown San Luis Obispo. What's your favorite chocolate or confection out of your own store of late? I'm sure they're all your babies, but what are you really liking these days? Whatever is new. Really? Whatever is new that we're, that we make is always, I get really excited about because we don't release it unless it's, absolutely amazing um there's nothing average um it, it's we, we really try to bring things out that are just at the highest level and then we also try to help our all of our regulars and and, and new guests to understand what their personal likes are so that we can guide them to those we're talking to sheila kearns at sheila kearns we will wrap up with her next it's Up and Adam in the Morning. You're home for Up and Adam in the Morning. The Crush, 92.5. Sheila Kearns from Sheila Kearns Chocolate is in studio. They're downtown slow. SheilaKearnsChocolate.com. They are a chocolatier. Yes? Let's pair some chocolate with some different situations. Just random, quick quick release, quick fire here. Um, best breakfast chocolate you have. Best one right in the morning. Our hot chocolate bar. Oh, Oh, that's... Tell me about that. You got it because you told me this off the air. This thing's like crack. It's so good. <laughs> Tell me the story behind the, the hot chocolate bar. Okay. So we do the French style sipping chocolate in the shop, which is if you've never had that, that is an absolute bucket list for everyone. It'll change your mind on what hot chocolate yes. really is. It'll definitely teach you that Swiss Miss is not it. Right. Um, so this is basically the um, sipping chocolate is heavy cream, whole milk, equal parts, then just our amazing chocolate, a little bit of salt, and a very small amount of confectionery sugar. And it is, we use a hand blender, an emulsion blender to just get it amazingly smooth. And you, it, it is, it's like hot pudding. Would this stuff work if it was like oat milk or anything for folks who are lactose? You know, we've, um, especially for some folks who are also vegan, yeah. um, they've tried oat milk, um, 
coconut milk, but that definitely changes the flavor. Yeah, I like um, oat milk. Oat milk, yeah, I'll get it with that this. That is good. definitely, and almond milk has worked. Almond milk. Almond milk. Yeah, has, I don't has, that. Yeah. yeah, so all of those are options. Um, but there was one day that I needed to be out for a little bit, and there was no one else in the kitchen. And Jen, who is our our retail manager, she um, is not you know n- not able to make the this sipping chocolates. So I came up with this great idea that if I put our great big crock pot on the lowest setting, that it would be fine and she could just serve it out of out of there yeah um when i came back it was completely the cocoa butter everything separated and i looked at that yeah it did definitely didn't work note to self yeah uh but i looked at it and i thought there's no way that i'm gonna throw that away so i whipped up uh basically a flourless cake and everything we do is gluten-free so it was gluten-free flour and uh, some other ingredients and put together a gluten-free flourless cake. And then on top, we sprinkle white chocolate, um, house-made butterscotch, milk chocolate, and then some other really sp- secret special ingredients. And it is the gooeyest, richest, most addictive brownie type of dessert made with... And you came up with this kind of out, of out of a mistake. Yeah, I love mistakes. Wow. I love mistakes. And now we have the hot chocolate bar, which, I mean, if you look at it like in a saran wrap, looks like a brownie. It's mm-hmm. a little softer than a brownie, but yeah. it still stays. Like If you can put it to your mouth, it still yep. stays. Yep. And then you just take a bite of it, super soft and... Man, it's but then the taste. I mean, my mouth would just like exploded. It was like it was like mouth watering flavor. It was crazy. Well, there's an egg in that basket that I brought you. Yeah, that the inside of it, it's a hot chocolate bar egg. God. So what's inside yeah. is house made marshmallow, house made French caramel, and the hot chocolate bar. Good Lord. And I ate a whole one on Sunday. So good. <laughs> you are you are a hero. You are an angel. This is so good to talk to you. I loved meeting you and having you in here. Sheila Kearns is up and at him in the morning. Oh, let me pair a couple more. We said breakfast chocolate. You just got fired from your job. What chocolate is that? Hmm. I think the power bar. Okay. That's that sounds like a good one. Um first date chocolate. Oh. A combination between the Alalaberry lips. And the raspberry hearts. You're about to get down. Like, you're about to have some sexy time. Al Green is on. Sexiest chocolate. Champagne truffles. Wow. So good. You got to go to Sheila Kern's Chocolate. Um, online, you can buy online too, but buy online. You can also order online and just stop by for pickup. We have a, um, loading zone right in front of our shop. Nice. And you can park there, call us. We'll run it right out to you. It's so cool. And if you're at Mastro's or if you're you're on Williams Sonoma and you see some of these beautiful chocolates, now you know the gal behind them. You are truly uh, something special. Really enjoyed meeting you, Sheila. Thank you. I enjoyed meeting you as well. Super fun. Uh, Go to Sheila Kearns. K-E-A-R-N-S, SheilaKernsChocolate.com, visitor San Luis Obispo downtown. Uh, Thanks so much, Sheila, for being up and Adam in the morning. Thanks for having me. It was amazing. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam Montiel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.